Hello and welcome to the Daily Booktopian for Wednesday, June the 10th. My name is Nicholas Vasiliev and I am the social media specialist here at Booktopia. And this is a podcast about reading in a time of isolation and social distancing. Joining me today is the executive assistant to the CEO, Zia Karu. Hi, Zia. Hi, Nick. And also our affiliate and partnerships manager, Arthur Malkun. Hi, Arthur. Hi, Nick. So for all those who aren't familiar, this is a podcast about reading in a time of isolation and social distancing, and we'll jump right in, and I'll throw to you first, Zia. Um, what are the books that you've been reading? Well, um, I was... I have started book two of the trilogy um, that I mentioned last fortnight. So I'm now reading The Twelve, which is book two of the trilogy uh, written by Justin Cronin about a vampire apocalypse. Um, And look, this... All three books have gotten great reviews, but uh, going in, I'm about, probably about 150 pages in of 700 pages. Um, and look, it's just, it starts off and it's just engaging right right away. It talks about, um, so book one really talked about boom, vampire apocalypse, stories of different people, but a lot of stuff missing. So you always think, oh, how did that happen? How did that happen? And now he's filling in the blanks with all the other stories, which is really good because it ties in the characters and, and really gives um, character sort of depth. And it's really, really interesting. And um, it's, again, vampire apocalypse virus. <laughs> um, uh, it's amazing. Now, um, also, to lighten up the mood, I also have this book that um, I am reading and I got these. I like to leave little piles of books around my house. Some of them are in the living room. People can just grab one of them's about whiskey. This one I have in my bathroom and it is called History's Naughty Bits by, um, let me tell you who this is by, oh God, Karen Dolby. So it's a really, it's a small pocket size book. It's about basically the debauchery and dirtiness of history. We think, you know, everything. Uh, um, some people might have a, con- a conceived image of history being really um, restricted, really chaste, really conservative, but it really wasn't the case. It goes through, it starts from the Greeks to, um, to present day, sort of, and it talks about all these naughty, dirty facts, and it is so entertaining. Again, it's in the bathroom um, in my house, uh, right under the printed that says, wash your hands, you filthy animal, for my guests. And they can have a read while they do their business. Um, it talks about debauchery, loose morals, and also history of, of sex and sexuality. And um, little, you know, little facts here, like prostitution was legal and, and adultery was legal with prostitutes only um, during, uh, I think, during the Roman times, which was, you know, a, Okay, fun. Um, there's also, uh, there was a whole bunch of, and it show, takes you through the moods of history and also um, religious influence on how laws were done, you know, um, when religion really became uh, such a huge factor in, in, in history, how it sort of chased down and sort of tried to stifle down human sexuality, which was kind of interesting. Um, and, uh, uh, like, for example, it talks about Henry VIII when he talked to, you know, they instilled, I think, around his time in 1533, the Buggery Act, which basically making illegal bestiality and incest. Oh, who knows? That was legal at some point. Jeez. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it, look, it's informative. It's 
funny. It's just a light read. It's little chapters here and there. Um, it's great for trivial pursuit or, you know, dinner conversation around amongst friends if you want to be the odd person out talking about sex. Um, <laughs> you know, it mentions all these uh, funny street names in London like, you know, Cox Lane and, you know, Grape CU, you know, blah, 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 Street, which is now Grape Lane. Um, so all these streets that used to be streets that housed uh, stews or brothels now that they've changed them so this stuff was you know rampant in history and those little facts kind of make me smile um because we don't even want to know why but uh you know little, little fun facts i like to say at dinner parties so if anybody wants a little light read um have a bit of uh, history facts about naughtiness in history this is a good one so that's me for two weeks i absolutely love the fact that uh, that this is the books that you've been drawn to over the last fortnight or so, but also the fact that you have piles of books all over the place in your house. It's just, a, it goes to show the kind of influence that Booktopia has on your life or just have books on, that have on your life. That they do. Even in the bathroom, books everywhere. Absolutely. Do you, <laughs> do you have the same issue yourself, Arthur, with that? Or, is it, or, or are your books more contained in your house? Yeah, my books are more contained. They're on the shelf, um, organised alphabetically and by see. I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to that, unfortunately. <laughs> I haven't grown out of my my um, strange OCD habits when it comes to book organisation. <laughs> oh, my God, Arthur, you would, your eye would twitch in my place. You monster. How could you? How could you? <laughs> hearing it, hearing it, just hearing it unsettled me a little bit, Z. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm unfortunately, uh, I'm, I'm with you, Zia, on this one. I have books all over the place in my house. Um, it, I, I attempt to be organised, um, in that I have a couple of small little hidden little mini libraries. Well, that's before... that's how mine are. That look, I'm, I'm making it sound <laughs> like my house is a, like I live in a hovel of books around me. <laughs> no, they are neatly contained <laughs> in certain areas in the house, the living room, the guests sort of the, the, the table in the front then there's the entree that has my whole library the bedroom the kids rooms okay maybe it's everywhere but they're in they're on shelves they're on shelves guys they're on shelves <laughs> i love it i love everything about it um i'll throw it to you now arthur what are the books that have you have been reading lately please i am so curious well i'm i'm not sure i'm gonna be able to follow that but i'll try uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've read recently um, is The Disaster Artists by Greg Sestero and Tom oh, Duzel. Yes! Love this book. Which, uh, which is um, uh, the biography, essentially, of um, Greg Sestero that formed the basis of the the movie The Disaster Artist, which um, starred uh, James and Dave Franco. Um, so, essentially, uh, the story is about Greg Sestero, who essentially is an up-and-coming, aspiring young actor um, who at the age of 19 um, is taking acting classes in San Francisco and meets um, a man named Tommy Wiseau who basically, you know, turns his life upside down. So Tommy <laughs> is just like this most it's a strange, bizarre, mysterious person who also was, you know, taking acting classes at the time and he's just um, he's just not very – he was just not very good though, unfortunately. His, his acting abilities um, – not, not, not in the they, they you know they formed a friendship however and um Tommy um got around to writing a movie called The Room 
uh, which you know was released in 2003 and you know is considered one of the worst movies ever made, but is one of those movies that you can't help but watch and is actually it's got really good cult status and following because of it. People love to watch it, you know, just for the fact that it's so um, that it's so terrible. Like the dialogue is so bad, the the acting is bad, and yeah, it's just one of those. So basically, this book is just telling you the you know the behind the scenes of what it was like to make that movie, what the experience was like working with Tommy, you know the frustrations that Greg had, and um, you know how what an experience, you know what the kind of experience was that um, yeah making this really awful, awful but good bad slash you know terrible movie. <laughs> oh, I am a massive fan of the room. I um I think it's it's kind of one of it's it's transcended the so many aspects of our culture and become I think it's it's described as trash cinema like it's a movie that you you get uh, an enjoyment out of something that you know is absolute complete and utter garbage um it's it's earned its place as the I think they describe it as the citizen cane of bad movies exactly you just you just are pretty much watching this in awe um and wondering how did this happen how did this thing come into existence? And then it turns into admiration for, yeah, for, for it. Yeah, I, I a fantastic. Well, yeah, one those yeah. Were, yeah, no, it's just amazing because um, basically this Tommy Wiseau, he's so mysterious. Like no one knows an awful lot about him. Even Greg, um, you know, who he was friends with, and and that doesn't doesn't know an awful lot about him. Like he, no one knows his real age. No one knows where he even really comes from. Um. And more importantly, no one understood where he got the money to finance the movie <laughs> because obviously he has to finance the movie because no no respectable studio would have ever greenlit the project. Um, and yeah, it's just you know his 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 um, explanations for how he got the money were not believable, and so no one really knows. That's that's what makes it so fascinating. Even after seeing the movie and reading, the book, I still don't know a lot about Tommy Wiseau and. If he ever writes a book, I'll, I'll I'll be you know the first one to want to pre-order it. I would love to know more about him. <laughs> yeah, he's he's one of those amazing, fantastic, mysterious figures of, of cinema. Yeah, and an absolutely weird man. Um, but yeah, uh, a fantastic pick. Absolutely love it, and I, I. I do love the – I have watched the movie itself. I haven't not had the chance to read the book yet, um, but uh, the, the the kind of – not only that, but even the actual themes of just, like, being so inspired to want to create something, even if the thing that you've created has turned into a hot mess of whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, it's just a, that kind of determination is, is one part of the story that I absolutely love. Um, again, and I, yeah. I, I ask the same question, where did he get all that money from? Need, like – a couple of million dollars to make a movie like that. Like, how do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we're at the point yeah, in the podcast right now where we like to shout out um, an Australian author uh, for recognition. Um, and we're going to throw to Alicia Jasinska, who uh, recently, uh, earlier this month, debuted with her first uh, book, The, the Dark Tide. Um, which is a story, essentially <clears throat> a witch queen lures a boy back to her palace, and it's essentially part of a sacrifice on on the full moon to keep the uh, an island city in which they all live from sinking. 
Um, the book has been receiving fantastic uh, reviews online. Um, it's a really fantastic example of new modern YA fiction and fantasy, um, and I it has been doing very well with um, uh, at Booktopia here as well. So we highly recommend it. Alicia Jasinska's The Dark Tide is our Australian author shout-out. Um, so that will bring us to the end of this episode of The Daily Booktopian. Um, thank you very much, Arthur and Zia, for coming on the podcast today. Pleasure. See you guys soon. Thanks for having me. And uh, for all of our listeners, you can listen to all of our episodes of The Daily Booktopian uh, on our iTunes and SoundCloud accounts. Um, in addition to that, we also have a whole bunch of fun author discussions, interview pieces, book analysis, and more. What have you? We have it. Um, so we'll be back tomorrow at the same time for another episode of The Daily Booktopian. Until then, keep reading and please stay safe. Thank you for listening to the Booktopia podcast channel. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes for free and get access to hundreds of author discussions, book analysis pieces and more. Or, if your eyes need a workout, head to Booktopia TV on YouTube. Don't forget, for all books featured in this podcast and for access to a whole bunch of other fun content on our blog, head to Booktopia, Australia's local bookstore at booktopia.com.au. Thank you.